This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Well, my next guest is not seeking re-election, but you will likely know his name. Greg Moore, mayor of Port Coquitlam, also chair of Metro Vancouver. He joins us on the line. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Thanks so much for being here. We're not talking so much about uh, politics this morning, although we might touch on that. Uh, but we're talking about this uh, new app, the uh, Mary... Memory Maker is an app, and this is really trying to encourage people uh, to not create waste while we're in the holiday season, perhaps create memories instead. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a tongue twister, but um, uh, so over the last number of years, we've, we've continually had this Create Memories Not Garbage campaign at Christmas to try to get people to think differently about instead of going to buy you know, just token stuff that's going to be in the garbage in January. Think differently. And so some of the feedback that we heard over time is people are busy this time of year. They're rushing around. It's not easy sometimes just to think creatively when you're just so focused on getting that shopping to-do list done. And so we created this app, and it's also on our website at creatememoriesnotgarbage.ca. And you go in there and you say, you know what, I have between 0 and $15 to spend. And it'll give you ideas of either... Um, experiences that you could go buy, like a gift certificate or a recreation pass, or it gives you crafts that you could make, or it gives you inexpensive but quality gifts that you could go buy. I, I've been trying it. I've been playing around with it this morning, and I keep getting wool socks. Or the suggestion <laughs> Maybe is, it's is wool socks. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you my wife would be really excited if I got her wool socks. <laughs> <laughs> keep her feet warm. <laughs> uh, does it work? Like you said, this is something that uh, Metro Vancouver has been doing. Uh, does it work as far as at least it gets the conversation going and gets people thinking about the amount of garbage that we can accumulate and we can, uh, can we can contribute during the holidays? Yeah, it definitely starts and creates the conversation for people. But we also track our statistics that are, you know, how much uh, the tipping weight of garbage that's coming in and recycling that's coming in before Christmas, after Christmas, year over year. And on a year over year basis, we see about a 6% decrease in the amount of garbage that's coming into the system in January uh, from the previous year. So it is actually, you know, we spend some money on ads, on doing different things on the app, but we actually make a lot, well, we don't make, we save a lot more uh, by reducing the tipping fees, which ultimately saves our our, our cities and therefore our residents' money at the end of the day. And when you say there's a 6% decrease, do we know what, what that is in, in, in particular, what it is that people are, are cutting back on or, or how people are, are making, uh, helping get that 6%? Yeah, no, we're not, we haven't, you know, we literally haven't taken a deep dive into the garbage to sort it and figure out exactly what we're not seeing from the year before. Um, but when we look at just the overall quantity of garbage coming in, we do see a decrease. And how important is it to, for people to be thinking about that, not just at the holidays, but as we go about our daily lives? Well, I think, you know, we think it's, a, it's really important. And just having those conversations, and I don't know, when I think, you know, I have conversations with my wife about Christmas when we were kids growing up, I can hardly tell you the gifts that I received. Maybe every once in a while the bike or, you know, the train set or something, you know, more significant that lasted me years to play with. But, you know, those, the, the Ken doll for me or the Barbie doll or the token whatever, it lasts a couple of months. It doesn't even create a long-term memory. But those experiences of hanging out with your family, going tobogganing or doing whatever, those are the memories that last a lifetime. And it, like you said, it's, it's not just Christmas. It's throughout the year. So one of the things that my wife and I do is 
we give experiences to our family. So uh, hopefully our nephews aren't listening uh, right now, but we went and bought them uh, bowling passes to Poco Bolodrome, and then they get pizza down the street at a local shop. Um, and we've done this for years, different experiences. And the best part about it is they love it when they get it, but then a month or two later when they go and actually use the experience, then they phone us back and say thank you again. So it's kind of the gift that just keeps on giving. And as the giver, you get these multiple experiences as well. It's just it works out all around. Uh, and it would also, I would imagine, the the bonus there too is you're helping out the local economy. You're supporting a local business and getting people out doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and we, you know, the, the whole create memories. We're we're definitely not anti shopping, but we're talking about buying quality stuff. You know, like. We'll go back to those wool socks. You, you know, you buy some quality wool socks, you know, you'll have those for years. <laughs> you know, every time you put them on when your feet are cold, you'll think, oh, my friend just bought those. I'm so glad that I got them for Christmas. Instead of, you know, something that, you know, is, is made cheaply, made probably somewhere else in the world, and gets a hole in it in a couple of weeks and you throw it out. No, very, very true. Uh, are we paying attention to with the changes in recycling and 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 um, garbage and where we throw everything? Uh, that are people getting the message? Do you think, or are you seeing that as far as uh, people paying more attention to waste? Yeah, for sure. You know, I've been doing this for a few years now. I, I hate saying that because it makes it sound like I'm old. But um, <laughs> when, when we started. Re- <laughs> Thank you. Maybe wise. I don't know. Probably people would argue with that or disagree with that. But um, when we started really in earnest this using uh, uh, social behavior change and educating people about what happens to their garbage when they t- or their recycling when they take it to the curb, because a lot of people, you know, out of sight, out of mind, it's someone else's problem now. Um, but 10 years ago, I think we were, off the top of my head, we were somewhere around 24% diversion in the region. So 24% of the garbage was recycled. Now, because we've got organics uh, recycling, we've got major recycling, um, we're, we're pushing into the 70% recycling area. So 70% of our, everything that we do, and remember, that's not just for single-family homes, that's apartments, that's business, that's education, so all sectors involved, which is really impressive. 70% because I think there's also the idea too that even if you do your part and you recycle and you think you're doing it right uh, there's going to be times when maybe you didn't wash the jar enough or you didn't you didn't sort things enough and it's not that you did it on purpose but the idea is it is out of sight out of mind maybe it gets recycled maybe it doesn't but at least it's out of your home mm-hmm. well I think that's people's thought process but you know I think People are so aware of, of what happens now to the recycling because it has been such a, a major conversation here in Metro Vancouver for uh, a number of years. Um, I know for us, when my wife and I, if we're traveling somewhere else and there's no recycle bin or no, or no organics bin, it's like, oh, what do I do with this? And that was like what we were, you know, like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, you'd have a pop can and you would never throw that can or bottle away because for decades we've always recycled them. But now I think we get to the point you got an orange peel, an apple core, you got a piece of plastic. You're like, I just can't throw I'll just put it in my pocket. And when I get to a recycling, then I'll recycle it there. So I think we've really turned a corner over the last five or six years. Do you really think, are people really carrying orange peels around in their pockets? Maybe it's just us <laughs> garbage people that do that. I think people are. I, I think maybe not an apple core, but... Um, but, you know, if you're like, you know, you're, you're somewhere and they don't have it, you're like, ah, you know what, I'll be at home in five minutes, I'll just do it. So I think, I think people are, are much more conscious. I don't know if, I can't, you know, obviously everybody's not doing it, but I think a lot of people are now conscious of that. 
I shouldn't be throwing this away. And are people getting that message? Because that was one of the the things I was hearing from people too. When it really, when the push was for uh, the organics, so the the apple cores, the orange peels, uh, what I was hearing from people was, "What is the big deal if it goes into the landfill? Doesn't it just decompose anyway?" It does, but it creates uh, methane gas, which is uh, one of the worst gases you can create for into for carbon into the air. So it's one of the worst things that we can do. Sure, it's going to decompose, and it won't be there in a hundred years, like a piece of metal, um, but it creates a massive amount of uh, carbon dioxide into the air. So when we take it, we put it into, um, you know, uh, some of the facilities that we have, we'll put it into digesters. They'll get that methane gas. They'll create natural gas out of it. They can create electricity out of that natural gas. And then they have composting that goes into our farmer's fields, uh, really high quality composting. So you're really taking that apple core, let's say, creating some energy out of it, composting it, and it's going back into the more fruits and vegetables for us in the future. So it's a really, and because we do it that way, it's cheaper from a city's perspective to pick up your organics because you're actually getting revenue at the end of the day from it than picking up garbage because it's just, you know, it's either going to a waste energy facility or it's going into a dump. All right. Uh, I mentioned you're not running for re-election. What are you going to do when you're not in positions to be giving us this information and to be doing this kind of stuff? I don't know. Um, I, I really, I'm excited about uh, the next ten months and trying to figure out what the next chapter of my life looks like. But I'm sure, uh, I'm sure I'll pop up every once in a while and say, "Hey, keep recycling," <laughs> or whatever it is. I, we're, my wife and I love Poco, so we're staying here, and we'll still be involved somehow. I'm sure. <laughs> All right. Well, we got off topic a little bit, but again, if people want to check out the Merry Memory Maker, you're right. It is a bit of a tongue twister. Um, Metro Vancouver. They can just go to the Metro Vancouver website. Correct. Yeah, metrovancouver.org or creatememoriesnotgarbage.ca, um, and it'll all drive them to the right place. All right. Well, thank you so much, Greg Moore. Thanks for your time this morning and for joining us. Great to chat with you. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.